play the fucking intro. This is Dustin. And this is Eric. And this is SLC Podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 208. 208. That is a lot of numbers. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) Which, uh, we have a constant flow of episodes that come out weekly, and honestly, we're not going to slow down. I don't think we're even going to stop. We'll probably be doing this until the day we die, maybe a few days after, so... There you go, I like keep it. Keep that going. <laughs> Alright, well thank you everybody for joining us for episode 208. As always, a lot of great music, and also on this episode we do have a cool interview, as they all are, uh, with, with the band here from Utah, from Salt Lake City, the band being Violent Unrest, so stay tuned later in the show... Uh, real quick, in case I forget as we get going, two quick corrections. We, we talked about in the interview that their EP will be on Bandcamp. I don't think it's there yet because I checked today. And the show for Wisdom and Chains, we talked about in the interview, tickets were not going to be pre-sold, but now they are. So make sure you get out there and get your tickets. They are going to be pre-sold. Get them. I'm sure the show will sell out. People are going to come oh, from yeah. outside of Utah to come see Wisdom in Chains. Oh, so yeah. make sure you get your tickets. I'll make sure to mention that later on, but I don't want to forget. So let's get into some new stuff. There's a lot of new stuff that has come out. That is the great thing about punk music is there's plenty of new stuff continually coming out. Oh, yeah. Which makes a lot of work for us because we like to try to listen to as much of it as we can. Pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of like how uh, there always seems to be a new indie folk artist playing music in their bedroom. Right. Except we actually like to listen to stuff with substance. (laughs) (laughs) Fired. Yes, I like it. Speaking of substance, what is the substance that is newest today? We're going to start on April 10th. So the band Collision released Sur Le Toitour. They are on UBPR vinyls out of France. It's a good one. I, I have the digital version already, and one day I would like to get that from UVPR, the vinyl version, because I do like Collision. Yeah. It's an LP. Get out there, check it out. Also, the band Blood Ties released Blood Ties EP on the 10th. On the 11th, Rad Girlfriend Records presents the Best of the Rest Volume 1. That's a compilation that Rad Girlfriend Records put out. Check that one out. It came out on the 11th. We will we'll be uh, speaking of Rad Girlfriend Records. Next episode, Raging Nathan's playing a new track from their new LP that's coming out in June. But that'll be our next episode. On the 12th, Los Pepes released a, I think it's three-track single if I remember right. But they list the two names of the tracks as a single. So want you back and never get it right. But I could be wrong. You definitely will get those two tracks. The band Wolfpack out of Australia they released Benefit 7. That's their newest EP. Jacob's Mind released The One Who Got Away, which is that came out on the 16th. There's a lot of releases on the 16th, including The Offspring, Let the Bad Times Roll. Did you end up listening to that? I haven't even heard anything. Uh, no. Talk about us so. listening to new music. That just <laughs> I knew it was coming out for months. just really wasn't on my radar things to make but sure I bang. check out. And 
I have it yet. Let the bad times roll. I don't know. That's an old Vandal song, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> well, at some point, I'm sure I will check out the new Offspring. Don't know if we will get it on the show or not, but it's out there in case you want to check it out. Yeah, we'll see if it's a uh, we'll see if it's the Offspring paying ode to the Vandals because arguably, if it weren't for the Vandals and by Bad Religion on the same coin, I don't think they would exist. Could be. I mean, yeah. Smash did come out on Epitaph, and it was the greatest selling punk rock record of that year. So, yeah, I think the offspring owe it to those that came before them. But I don't think that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> but needless to say, that's that still stands. <laughs> also on the 16th, Bushido Code, they put out The Ronin. Wrong Life put out Dreamer's Gate. Uh, it's an EP. Oh, by the way, the Bushido Code is out on Upstate Records. Ship of Fools put out Status Quo EP. Uh, we just played one of those tracks last week. That's a good EP. You should get out there and check out Ship of Fools. Krang released Make Arcade Great Again on the 16th. Uh, on the 19th, Son of a Fitch. That's Fitch, not bitch. Son of a Fitch <laughs> released Stand Up and Fight EP on Die Hipster Records. Total Massacre released Two Things Single on the 19th. We had them on the show for our interview last week, and we played two things last week, so check it out. They were yeah. supposed to release it on the 20th, they said, but on Ben Campus yeah. shows the 19th, and it came out like right before midnight Utah time. It was like 10.30 <laughs> or something like that, I think, is when I got the notification on the 19th. God, so, Well, that's just really weird. Right? I guess they were... Uh, played it safe, and we're expecting people to go in and listen to it on 420. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, but either way, it's already out. Get out there and check it out. You heard it on last episode. On 420, Paris Violence and Brain Dance put out a split called Oi, We Will Never Be Divided, Volume 3. Green Machine put out Incognito, which is a single. Splats put out the demos. Four tracks there coming at us from Fungus Factory Records. On the 21st, that's today, Acme, A-C-M-E. Uh, looks like, you know, I don't know if it stands for something specific, but either way, uh, coming out of New Zealand there, the, the Wolf single featuring Von Toxic. On the 22nd, coming out tomorrow on Rad Girlfriend Records, the Dopamines are putting out Hard Pass, which is singles rarities between 2006 and... In 2020, on the 23rd, Rata Negra is putting out Una Vida Vulgar on La Vida Es Un Mus Discos. Extinguished will be putting out the Extinguished EP on the 23rd. Broilers is putting out Puro Amor on the 23rd. Harker's putting out Axiom on the 23rd. Dot Upset, because that's how it is stylized or worded, uh, is doing a split with 8082 called Passing the Torch. That's coming out on the 23rd. Locked In is putting out the Solemn EP, or Solemn Leap EP, rather, on the 23rd. The Boatsman is putting out Versus the Boatsman on Spaghetti Town Records on the 23rd. Doug and the Slugs is putting out Boots, Braces, and a Bad Attitude LP. I couldn't see the track list. I don't know if it's a vinyl of other songs they've done. It was supposed to be released on the 23rd, I saw, but officially, I think you can buy the vinyl. I don't think you can get digital anymore, but you can get the vinyl already. Yeah. I think as of the last few days, that came out, and you can get the vinyl from their website. Black Ink Stain is putting out Incidents on the 28th. The Lillingtons is putting out Can Anybody Hear Me, a tribute to Enemy You 
on the 30th. And finally, Authority Zero is putting out a new EP called The Back Nine. Ha! The Back Nine. They actually have golf ball and tees with the Authority Zero symbol as like a bonus package or something that you can purchase with or without the EP. That'd be really cool if I actually cared about golfing. I agree. (laughs) I'm with you. I I golfed many, many years ago because other people I knew golfed and I went and did that with them. But I don't think it's, I think it's been like 15 plus years, maybe more since I've done any golfing. Yeah. I usually would go with uh, my dad or my grandparents and I was, yeah, did it a few times. Sucked. Was never, never got good at it. (laughs) And I preferred mini golf as it was anyway. So I'm with you. I had this little rod thing that uh, was really good at all the balls I'd hit in the water. I'd be able to fish them back out and get them. Ah, <laughs> nice. So it's like you're the uh, basically the caddy. <laughs> yes, I was my own caddy. I was good at hitting the ball into the water and also good at not losing the actual ball and get it back out of the water. Yep, there you go. That's a caddy's caddy. <laughs> All right, do you have anything to add to the new release list before we play some new music? Yes, I do. Well, for one, on the 23rd, Extinguish will be releasing their self-titled EPLP, Extended LP. (laughs) (laughs) And also the band Def 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 from Birmingham, they will be releasing, or not Birmingham, they're from Manchester. Okay. uh, In the UK. UK nonetheless, who cares? Right. They will be releasing another single called Odes on the 30th, and... We have, there was this one band who, uh, yeah, came up randomly called Call In Dead from Orlando. And they've been around for uh, quite some time, and they recently got a band camp and started re, uh, releasing and re releasing stuff on there. And one that is going to be coming out in, uh, in a few days. I think they're, uh, they say April 30th is when it's coming out, is this, uh, this one called DCXPC Live Volume 1 presents, uh, the title cuts off right here. <laughs> it's, basically a, it's basically a live show, a split live album between them and 2A Mature. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a few songs each. Uh, Call In Dead, they will have a, they'll have five live tracks and uh, 2A Mature will have, or 2AM Mature. I don't know how they say it. We'll have <laughs> we'll have three. Two of them are available right now for lis- uh, for listening for streaming. They will do yeah. Colin Dead will have Summer Camp and Two Immature will have Water Socks. So if you know those bands, if there are any uh, if there are any punks from Florida or Orlando listening, uh, there you go. Go check them out. <laughs> right. Even if you're not from Florida, go and listen to them. They have a lot of, they got a lot of fun stuff. They even have a minor threat cover song and a song. If you've seen the movie Airheads, you know, you will, you will dig this one. Lemmy is God. <laughs> <laughs> so speak the truth. What can I say? <laughs> well, I had a split on my list, and so there are three more tracks on the 30th I forgot to mention. want to make sure I mention them. Demons is relief, releasing Privation on the 30th. Dropkick Murphys is releasing Turn Up That Dial on their record label, Born and Bred Records, on the 30th. And then Action Adventure is releasing Pulling Focus from Pure Noise Records, also on the 30th. So wow. that rounds out our release list. 
wraps up the second half of April on what has and what is coming out. So let's get into some music on what, uh, you know, some new stuff that we're going to play on the show. What did you pick for the show? Well, going back to last month, on the 26th of March, the ever-so-lovely, talented, and near-imperfect band... Actually, just just perfect. They're just fucking perfect. I haven't... I have yet to see or hear a release or a song from these guys that I don't like. Right? <laughs> so needless to say, I hate nothing from them. This is The Bronx. Oh, I've been uh I've been excited for this band the first time I heard them, which was a little over a little under 10 years ago. They were opening up for Bad Religion. And Bad Religion, they love to like uh strew through their roster and uh have uh, bands that will be like a kind of fan service. They had off open up for them a couple of times, and they had a, and then other stuff. They've been opening up for Rise Against or opening up for uh, the Offspring when they came through. So keeping it within the, you know, the elitist or the old school <laughs> fans uh, subculture. But one time they were like, "Let's bring the Bronx on tour," and I go, "Who the fuck are the Bronx?" So when I heard them live, holy hell. That, uh, yeah, I guess I'm a fan now. <laughs> right? One of the best bands to see live. Oh, yeah. Their, their lead singer, I, I don't know his name. Matt. Matt. Matt Cothrain. Cothrain, I think. Something Matt like Cothrain. Sound, yeah. Sounds about right. But, yeah, he is just a front man's front man. He, he goes into the crowd and he just parties with everybody. He is just so wild on stage and off the stage. He just goes fucking crazy. He goes nuts. Barricade or not, he makes sure that everyone's having a good time. Right. If it doesn't look like anyone's having a good time, he will make an effort. He'll get off the stage and he's like, all right, everybody move around. For Christ's sake, this is a fucking show. Right. <laughs> And on top of that, their music is phenomenal. The idea, <clears throat> they have a lot of uh, weird, uh, wonky, wangy guitars that dip into the side of metal, kind of in the way that uh, Strung Out has done. And and yeah, they keep it a little bit technical, a little bit angular, and uh, but Matt's voice just like carries over all of that. It still keeps it rooted in what... Uh, in their influences of punk rock and hardcore, and they are still, at the very core, a punk rock band. They just got a lot of layers on top of that to make them stand out. And stand out they do, and stand out they will continue to do, because come August 27th of this year, they are releasing their sixth one, the appropriately titled Bronx V1, which is X, <laughs> which is six. <laughs> <laughs> they keep that They keep that joke going, and they have released only one Single from now, it's called White Shadow. Yeah, White Shadow, an oxymoron at at that. And it's the first thing that you will hear from the album when they do release it. I believe right. it's the very first song. So, yeah, let's pretend that we have the new Bronx album. We are setting it on the turntable. It's spinning. We pull the needle over, and little scratch, little scratch, and then...
excited. Oh, I am too. And for those of you out there who haven't heard the Bronx, if this is your uh, for, if this is your initial debut listen, believe me, as man, as crazy as that sounded, and as crazy as this may sound, this is them on the tamer side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it gets a it gets crazier the more and more you listen to them. And also, as crazy as they may sound on the album, God damn it, they up at <laughs> they times it by 10 when they are live. Right. So much energy just uh, just coming off of every single member. Like, uh, the Bronx right now are as real as it gets. They are, if anyone's to be waving the flag of 90s-themed melodic hardcore punk into the tw- uh, from the 21st century and onwards, it should be those guys. It is those guys. I'm just going to put the stand right there. <laughs> and if you're not familiar with them, they also have another band, Mariachi El Bronx. Oh, yes. And you should that. check that out as well. Yep. Pretty much uh, pretty much the same members, I, I think. think so. Yeah. But and they, and they're like, yeah, we're the Bronx, sort of. But we just play mariachi music. Right. And they do it well. They do. I saw, that was actually my first initial introduction to the Bronx. But I only thought the Mariachi El Bronx existed. And I saw them opening up for Flogging Molly. That's cool. <laughs> and little did I know that it was just this double life they were living. Yeah, that's how, uh, how kind of chaotic they are. Yep. <laughs> they just love having fun. So, yep, the Bronx. If you like what you heard, listen to all of their stuff. I'm saying all of it. <laughs> and go see them live. I think I've seen them live four times. And I will continue to see them live every opportunity I get. Oh, yeah. Especially if they play in a smaller venue, it just gets a little more chaotic. Right. <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. But even seeing them on like larger stages and festival shows, doesn't matter the side of the crowd. Matt will go into the crowd and he will make everybody excited. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And he'll still have no cordless mic either. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. It's a great band. Definitely check them out. Looking forward to six. Their Bronx Six, rather, their their new album. When it gets here in August, I've got two new releases that came out in March. Both uh, come from albums that I've been listening to, trying to comb through the new music in March. Anything I didn't get to, I'm going to be throwing on an episode over on Punkanoi Worldwide, coming up pretty quick, as I try to do, because there's so much great music that comes out. We don't get to all of it on this show. But two that we're going to get to, the Rum Jacks, They are from Sydney, Australia. There's some Celtic folk. We talked about Dropkick Murphys at the top of the show, and Mm. they're along the same lines. Uh, Really cool band. If you haven't heard them before, they have a new album called Hestia, which they released on March 12th. Really cool. They released Sainted Millions like months and months ago, and I thought we played it on the show, and I went back and looked back. Like, I guess I just got it, heard it, didn't end up getting it on the show. So I'd recommend checking it out. Check out the rest. I've been listening to it on Spotify uh, over the last couple days. I really like it, and we are going to check out a track. Eric just played a song called White Shadow. Well, from the Rum Jacks, we're going to listen to a track called Light in My Shadow, another Ah. uh, oxymoron, as it were, things that don't, don't exist <laughs> right so but this band exists this song exists and i'm pretty sure that a good reaction will exist <laughs> i agree let's see if you like it. it came out on march 12th here we go with the rum jacks light in my shadow 
So what'd you think of the new rum, Jax? Well, it gave me a couple of things. Yeah, I hear the reference. Uh, I'm hearing the references they're making uh, Dropkick Murphys, one is the bagpipes. But it also has like a very uh, rugged sound, like what you would get from the real Mackenzie's. Okay. Yeah. So I was hearing I was hearing quite a bit of that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to point out was the the way that the music is produced. I mean, the bagpipes, while sort of in the background, are still pretty front and center in the sound. And you don't really hear the guitar. You hear more of the bass. Just kind of like... Right. <laughs> and I thought that was interesting. It's like, uh, yeah, okay. That's a, an interesting way of putting it. I dig it. <laughs> so, yeah, in short, the song was good. I was, and it's nice and catchy. It's not overtly Celtic, you know. Right. It's just, uh, it's still got that whole working class skinhead vibe to it, which were, um, yeah, which were a lot of people uh, kind of uh, fade that line in between Celtic punk and uh, and oi, pretty right. much. They're both very, yeah, very uh, working class, barroom hero, barfly type music. <laughs> Dropkick Murphy's perfect example. Yeah, <laughs> quite. One reason why I love both those styles of music, just into those. We're going to play one more new track, and basically from here on out, we're just progressively going to get harder, hardcore, basically what we've got for the rest of the show, at least up until the last couple tracks, but even the last track, you know, metal, and then kind of a, a rock metal conglomeration which we'll get to all that shit but yeah. all that's going to be after the interview so interview still coming let's do some more new music next band liberty and justice another band i've seen once saw them at uh, northeast oi fest up in connecticut they came from houston texas made it all the way up there which is awesome i was able to see them uh i had a great time i liked their release i think it was Justice for All, I think, was the name of that LP. Well, they released a new LP. They released a single on the same day. So a separate single and an EP, I think, officially on March 1st, but I've seen on iTunes, like, March 31st. So I don't know what the official release date is. Maybe that was the LP release date, and then the digital release date might have been a month after. Who knows? Point is, is it's out. The album was called Pressure, and it's a full-length and then they also released a single, I think it's called Knife's Edge, which was good. And it didn't make it on there, just something totally separate. I'd recommend checking them both out, including this, the full-length Pressure. I like them. They're from Houston. The track that we are going to check out is called You're Dumb. And I think that you'll get it once you hear it. So without further ado, let's hear it. Let's do some Liberty and Justice.
Liberty and justice. For a minute, it sounded like uh, old school Roger Merritt's vocals. I was just going to tell you the same thing <laughs> is that not that the vocals are like identical or anything like that, but that the way they are in the song, the way that you hear it in the song sounds a lot like uh, Roger from Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of got that uh, that back of the throat, just a uh, gurgle. <laughs> right. <laughs> sort of thing where it just sounds like a. It just sounds like a primitive cave dweller trying to <laughs> just trying to yell at somebody to get tell them to get out of their uh, their neck of the woods, <laughs> right? I think Ryan's a great vocalist. When I saw him live, and I, I've heard on some of the songs, I think his, they they have his volume set. Maybe it's I mean that he is like into it, like veins bulging in his head. He's, <laughs> he's he's into what he's doing, and I think that his volume levels are low. Because it's sometimes it's hard to hear him over the music. Right. It's Yeah, sometimes I gotta bring it down a bit. <laughs> right. Comes across great though. I really like pressure. I think that you know, as you like to hear from bands that you enjoy, uh the more releases come out, the better their sound is. You know, I like the first release, but I like this one. I think that it's progressing in a great direction. And if you liked anything from early Liberty and Justice, which was like two years ago, <laughs> yeah, then you'll like this and continue to like the band. Get out there, check them out. They did have a few singles. I had, I don't remember if any of the singles they released last year made it onto the LP. I can't remember. You have to look that up yourself. Yeah, but go to the Bandcamp page. Go to uh, iTunes. It's not all the same. Uh, but a lot of the stuff between the two you'll be able to find and also on Spotify. Check them out. Check out. Uh, go get their LPs. I have the vinyl from the first one. I was able to pick it up directly from the band at the show, which before too long, we're all going to be able to start doing that again. Yes, we will. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <right>. sooner. <laughs> right? I agree. Let's do some older, lesser-known stuff. I think we both have something that might be a little bit lesser-known. Yeah, mine is definitely a bit lesser known, and uh, as far as uh, it's almost a year old, we'll say that it came <laughs> came out uh, last April on the twenty fourth. So yeah, it's gonna have its birthday in about a year, <laughs> right? Yeah. Anyway, the uh, the band that I'm talking about is uh, Destroyed in Seconds. Their album Divide and Devour. And I have been getting those mixed up since I heard them. <laughs> I keep getting like Divide and Devour is the name of the band and vice versa. It is, uh, yeah, it's three letters. One of them is the, three letters, three words. One of them is the exact same. And two of, two of them opposite that word both start with D. And they repeat that. <laughs> so, Yes. You can all relate to the confusion. But, either way, they have a... I am kind of getting to a pun here. They are a band that is rooted in D-beat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah D-beat and uh, more like a really gritty modern hardcore. And it's uh, really cool to see more uh, modern hardcore bands uh, go back and listen to one of the purveyors of... Of when uh, metal and hardcore were starting to uh, cross bridges. One that I think gets slighted a lot is Discharge. 
Because everyone likes to look at uh, Heatbreed or Chromags or DRI. They're like, those are the bands that brought all the all the metal stuff together. Well, you're ca- just remember there was a lot of crust punk that was doing that. Nausea comes to mind, <laughs> bringing a lot of those Black Sabbath undertones. Or really overtones. Whatever, you, however you want to call it. But, <laughs> yeah, and even Black Flag went that route for a while, too, in the tail end of their career. Uh, their first round of their career, uh, but discharged themselves. They were like, uh, they were bringing that sort of a uh, motorhead drum beat into uh, into punk rock and just giving it a completely different and heavier sound. And that was why they call themselves the purveyors of D beat. <laughs> so it's nice to know that that is still alive and well today, and uh, spreading all the way to Los Angeles, which is where. Uh, destroyed in seconds. Got it. <laughs> is from, and yeah, they have that album. Divided Devour. It's a. Uh, they are. I mentioned this a couple episodes ago as like a sort of new release, and I say new in quotes right here because yeah, like I said, the album is almost a year old, but they're releasing it for the first time on vinyl this year. Gotcha. So, all the vinyl collectors, if you uh, love some D beat and if you love some hardcore and if you love something a little in between. Well, check out this song that I chose from the album, probably my favorite, called Buzzards. And let's see what you think of it. And heavy and mean, <laughs> which is how DB really needs to be. And these guys understand that. And what better way to uh, combine it than, well, really what Discharge did, bringing it back to uh, their version of hardcore. And that's what we get here. So 
So, yes, there is more good songs on that album. But Buzzards really stood out to me because that had a lot more uh, emphasis on the D beat and the the actual beat of the drums. But it's still like, yeah, we got to give some hardcore kids something to do their dance to. Right. So, yeah, that's what I got. Destroyed in seconds, divide and devour. If you look up either one of those things, you'll uh, you'll come up with, <laughs> you'll find it. <laughs> so yeah, listen and absorb. Absolutely, uh, I'm gonna play a band out of Brazil, por- from Porto Alegre, in Brazil. They started this band in 2016, and I want to thank Omero for reaching out, sharing the music with us, so we can check it out, listen to it here, and share it with you. The band is Dio Kane, I think, if I'm pronouncing that right. I think you have it correct. Okay. D-I-O-K-A-N-E. They released the album, This Is Hell We Shall Believe, and they released it December 11th of 2018. Good stuff. I'm glad they shared it. Uh, it kind of, you know, it's going along with what we're playing and what we're going to be continuing to play on the show. The track that we're going to check out is Descreditado. Descreditado. There we go. Yeah. You got it. We're going to go with it. Let's listen to some Dow Kane, and here we go. What'd you think? Man, that had some 
It's it's really funny that this came out of Brazil because the groove in the guitars reminded me of a lot of Sepultura. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, it has that. They're bringing that effect into the hardcore sound, which uh, I won't say it's making it heavier exactly, but it has some similarities to uh, that form of metal, Sepultura's form of metal. So yeah, Diocane. My God, do these guys groove? Do these guys have such <laughs> such frantic vocals? Like that, that guy growls like a. Oh, like another animal. <laughs> and holy hell, this, the, uh, yeah, that was wild. <laughs> it was. Good stuff. I want to thank Omero again for reaching out and sharing it so we could check it out, talk about it, and play it here. Eric, let's do your great cover-to-cover album, and then we're going to work our way into an interview. Yeah, we'll work our way into an interview. As far as uh, the last few songs that have been played, let's uh, let's scale it back a little bit. Not all <laughs> hardcore has to be uh, hard, aggressive, and heavy. It can actually be a bit lighter, can be a bit more melodic, and a bit more positive. And also pretty uh, down to the, really right down to some of the little intricacies of life, these little annoyances, and just the little things we have to deal with that make us uh, annoyed. and nowhere is that more yeah nowhere is that more greatly exemplified than in the album start today by the gorilla biscuits we are rolling back to uh old school new york hardcore for throughout the 80s new york has seen such a crazy uh, web of hardcore or hardcore based music from the early days all the way from Agnostic Front and Reagan Youth to the semi-metal days of Cro-Mags and Crumb Suckers and Nuclear Assault. And also by extension, Stormtroopers of Death. But <laughs> <laughs> that had a lot of metalheads in it. But the late 80s also saw a rev- not a revival, but sort of like this, uh, we called it the Youth Crew. You know, started with the uh, Youth of Today. All these uh, vegan straight edgers who are just trying to bring an example of positivity to hardcore. Because, one, not all of us are street kids. Not all of us are living living for today and trying to, like, or struggling to find our next meal. And also, we're not exactly pissed off at politics or the world either. We're kind of like, we're just these little suburban kids. And, yeah, we kind of uh, get aggravated when we're procrastinating. We, uh... You know, we got to clean up our room and stuff, but we don't want to do that. We want to go and hang out with all of our friends and just do whatever. That is basically what the title track of Start Today is about in the Gorilla <laughs> Biscuits. They they keep a very, yeah, they keep an ideas that's very approachable and it could span across to anybody, really. Even if you're not vegan, even if you're not straight edge like they are, then yeah, you can... You can relate to not wanting to do something, or you can relate to something within the scene that's aggravating you. The song New Direction is talking about how the old school hardcore kids are looking down on the new school ones. And one of my favorite ones is the song Stand Still, which is what I picked. And that's just uh, that's just basically saying, you know, if we're sitting at home playing video games and uh, watching TV, then we're really wasting our mind. We're getting spoon-fed all this information, and we're not thinking for ourselves, you know? 
Yeah, on the surface, it's kind of like a brain's gonna rot your TV. It's like okay, it's not. But if you're, it depends on what you're watching. If it's not helping your mind, as they say, it wastes my time and it wastes what I've learned, <laughs> or right. steals my time, wastes what I've learned. I'm holding out for a better deal. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, how many people can relate to that? I can. <laughs> Right. So many people can relate to that song. And that's the approach of the Gorilla Biscuits. And and I love it. They and they are hailed as NYHC legends because of it. Because they brought a uh, excuse the pun, a new direction for hardcore to go. <laughs> so yes, this is Stand Still, one of the best. Check it out. Sitting down on a gun too much. A bucket like new with these now. So before we just sat and dropped What did you know you don't even know? Can I keep myself with my eyes on? Throw not this day It's in my time And it wakes without learning I'm only now For a better deal For something real You know what it's like To say that I can spend the day And all within left off How strong's our will? Stand still! I can't play with the as I see You better look into me You try to look your best but you'll never ask it, it won't make you happy Or stand and sit, but I just cannot live up now It steals my time, and it wastes what I've learned I'm holding out for a better deal, for something real You know why it's like to say that I can spend the day And all within left off, how strong your will Stand still! Our lives are led by TV, don't you know it too? Instead of thinking we play ducky cop There's something wrong with that We're making things like a game show So here we go again The one who does the most There is the one who wins And just that short amount of song, the uh, short amount of song, a song, <laughs> yeah, it holds the, it holds its basis on like uh, not willing to rot your brain, which, uh, which yeah, that kind of uh, correlates in with their straight edge ethos as well. But in that little uh, breakdown there, it just uh, it just gives a nice little jab at advertisings. You know, I love that line. The one who dies with the most toys is the one who wins. <laughs> I love that. I love it just uh, goes on a uh, consumerism and uh, brain rotting right there. So, yeah, that's um, <clears throat> as simple as that. Uh, as simple as that example is, it just holds so much water. Right. And that was the that's the beauty of Gorilla Biscuits. Yeah. And uh and and again, I was thinking of something like uh, they don't really, yeah. Even if you're not straight edge, you can listen to Gorilla Biscuits. And I'm thinking, well, they don't really have a lot of songs that are just like, you know, so self, uh, 
self-gratifying themselves as uh, being nailed to the X or right. anything like that. But I also think it's uh, funny that they are they do call themselves Vegan Straight Edge, but their name is actually named after what the what is nicknamed for Quaaludes, Gorilla Biscuits. <laughs> and that was something that Siv, their singer, he confirmed it. He said that you know when the the other guys were looking to get the band started they were looking for a uh, they were looking for a singer and they found Siv and he actually uh, he actually used to deal drugs back in the day and he would and he confirmed yep qu- yep gorilla biscuits that's what i was selling what are gorilla biscuits oh they're just quaaludes but we that's their street name <laughs> and they're like that is such a cool name i am going to uh, t- we're going to take that name and that's where the name came from so there's some uh, there's some trivia for you. Uh, feel free to call me out if it's not real. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on from there, the uh, the next song that I stood that stood out. It's uh, it was really hard to choose between this one or the title track or uh, fuck even their Buzzcocks cover. <laughs> Sitting round at home watching the Pixar show. Yeah. And there's so many good songs on here, but the one that stood out to me is the one that's most relatable. It's about it's about being competitive. It's about uh, working in competition. And although I was never a sports maniac, or if I I didn't even compete in anything, but with the board games or video games or any other type of even a simple card game that I play with one other person, I get so into it and I get so aggravated when it doesn't go my way. <laughs> that is what this song is about. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Okay, you call me out. I know it's something I have. <laughs> even when I'm playing pool, I'm about ready to snap the cue in half. Case in point, I actually put a hole in my wall from playing Uno. Wow. I will never play Uno again for that reason. <laughs> Even during Scrabble, I bit a fucking tile in half. <laughs> so, You're very competitive, Eric. I'm extremely competitive. So that's why First Failure is a, is a song that relates to me on multiple levels. If, uh, if, you've been, if you've fallen down, it might not be the last time. Get up, it'll hurt much less tomorrow. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's what I get from this song, and maybe that's what you'll get from it. I, I can't see what else you would get from it, because it's very straightforward. All right, well, let's do it. I'm back up, that's the 
I should correct myself. That one is uh, the song, uh, ah, forgot the name of the title, but the one that is about competition, it actually says it in the title. That, that I feel is more closely related to what I was talking about. This one is more about, uh, you know, when you fail and you just want to be like, oh, well, it didn't work the first time. Guess I will never try it again. <laughs> that's still a good that's still a good ethic to live by. But it does correlate over into how competitive I can be. It's where it's that mindset thinking if I don't win now, I'm not gonna win the next time. I should always strive to win, you know. That's uh so it is loosely it is loosely related to that. But yeah, this one, it's uh yeah, you're gonna fuck up so many times. You know, fuck ups always outweigh victories. They always do. But the when you look at someone who has accomplished something and you look at the back catalog of all their failures from creating what they did, it makes you appreciate it makes you appreciate the outcome even more. Right? Absolutely. So yeah. There you go. If you get I mean, they said it best. <laughs> it means it means brush the dirt off, get up and try again. Right. Yep. You never heard you never heard so much uh, positive hardcore from that time. And that's the reason why H2O exists. Yep. Gorilla Biscuits were one of the prime influencers of that. Right. Toby Morse, even uh, backup vocals, I think, on some of the tracks. Yeah, I think he I think he did. They don't have a – I haven't been able to check uh, who they credit for doing backup vocals. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Toby came in or a few other uh, – you know, instigators of New York hardcore from the '80s to the '90s, yeah, because that was the that was the time. It was such a tight knit group. It's like, hey, buddy, you want to do backup vocals for me? Yeah, come on in. <laughs> and now we look at them as like the uh, stalwarts, you know. But back right. in the day, it was just like, it's just your friends. It's just people you hang out with. They happen to go to the same shows you do. Right, definitely. Well, speaking of Gorilla Biscuits, we're gonna have Gorilla Biscuits get mentioned in the interview which is just about here. We're going to play a track first. So the band that we did an interview with, or at least three of the four members, is Violent Unrest. They're from here in Salt Lake City. Uh, Paige, Matt, and Jeremy joined us in studio, which is my basement. And we talked, and it was really just a long conversation. We hope you enjoy it. We talk a lot about what the band is doing, what they've done, what they're going to do, and a bunch of other fun shit along the way. Yeah. Gorilla Biscuits get mentioned along the way, so it's fitting they got played on the show. <laughs> the band Violent Unrest released their EP, Stand Against Hate, on April 6th of this month. Uh, most places you can get it. I don't think it was on the band camp. I checked again this morning, but I'm sure it'll be there at some point. You can find it on Spotify and iTunes and several other places. And once shows start happening, they will have CDs you can pick up at the shows. We have Paige, Matt, and Jeremy going to join us after this track. We're going to play a track from it, the new EP, before the interview and right after the interview. First, let's play the track Cohesion. Again, it comes off of Stand Against Hate. Shit! No one's in this life! 
Violent Unrest, and we actually have them here in studio. We got three of the contributing members. Say hi, everybody. What's up? Yo. Hello. <laughs> so, yeah, they've been a band for, um, how long have you been a band for, officially? Two years? Yeah, roughly two or three years. I don't think three years. No. <laughs> two years. A year and a half. Yeah. yeah. We'll go two. I mean, if somebody here is... Uh, not very agile of keeping the right dates. Or. <laughs> so, a year and a half, three years, will be somewhere in the middle. Two years is probably the average yeah. one. Right? We'll Ten years. We'll see. Ten years is a bad. <laughs> Ten years, nine of which wow. existed as a brainchild. Yep. <laughs> but you do, yeah, two years, two EPs, one of which was released recently. We'll be getting into that pretty soon. And, yeah, but I want to start from the beginning. When did Violent Unrest really come into fruition what was the what was the provocation behind it <laughs> kind of really wanted to start a hardcore band for a while i mean like we did matt and i and george were in press gang union but i've always wanted to do hardcore so matt and i started violent unrest well before it was violent unrest with this other kid who was actually in another local band a detour i want to say uh chris archuleta Oh, yeah, that, that was Detour. Yeah, so we kind of messed around with him, but he, he definitely had a different sound that he wanted to go. He's a little more um, alternative, poppier. Mm-hmm. Um, so he just kind of left. I don't think we were really what he wanted to be a part of. <laughs> well, if you listen to what he's putting on now, yeah, it is a yeah. stark contrast. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And he's a really good musician, a great guy. Oh, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we just asked George if he wanted to play guitar. I mean, Press Gang was kind of not active because our guitarist Dustin was in Reno for work and then we had Jeremy join and yeah went from there so just to go in a little bit more in depth uh, so we were in press game it's actually when we did our interview with uh, press game with you guys when Dustin was still around uh, I'm sorry Chris um, and uh, I had already been practicing drums trying to learn drums 
and she was she wanted to do a hardcore like she said uh, she wanted to do and we, we're still trying to fit that model but we're trying to do a little bit of everything we don't we want to try to find a sound but we want to also not fit ourselves into a box um, but yeah, she, so she wanted to do sick of it all she also likes afi a lot um, I like a lot of uh, New York hardcore bands, but I like a lot of a little bit of everything. Minor Threat, um, you know, all kinds of hardcore bands. Blanking on all of them, but there's a lot. Um, but yeah, so we were, we were trying to do that, and then we were messing around, like like she said, with Chris, kind of just seeing what we could do, who we could do it with, and all that. Kind of just didn't fit right, meld with Chris, um, and then we already played with George. And we already knew he liked the same stuff. We already knew he was a good musician. He's a great musician, ridiculous musician. Um, so we went with him. And then I think about two months after that, we got Jeremy. Jeremy had been talking about he, he'd want to uh, do bass, want to do anything in a band for a long time. Um, and I already knew he's probably the most hardcore out of anybody. Or, funny, I don't even listen to <laughs> <laughs> um, he just looks it. <laughs> most rounded with that kind of type of music, so I just knew he'd be a good fit. And we all have a lot of different ideas and uh, musics we like. We all we all enjoy the same stuff, but um, we also all like different stuff. Uh, so I think we all bring a different thing to the table, which is good. Uh, sometimes it can be bad, but I think mostly good. And I think we all enjoy what we're doing now. So I think that's that's basically where we our start. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's a good place to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're real, real happy with it. Yeah, it's been fun. So you've been about two years. How many shows were you able to play? Because two of those, or one of those two years, has been a year where most people didn't play any shows. So in that first year, how many shows did you play? Your first official like recording release came out post not doing any shows anymore. That's how I'm going to refer right, to it. yeah. <laughs> I don't honestly know. Maybe like four or five? Oh, something like Maybe. that. Maybe a couple more than that. Um, I think our last show we played was with Endless Struggle, right? No, it was. For the SCU? Mandel. Oh, was it SCU? Yeah, it was SC, but... Oh, so it was Gag Order? We, we yeah. did we did oh, our last show, it was... Press Gang. It was uh, SCU does a little event, kind of just like a fundraiser. Not not so much a fundraiser, kind of just more of a, let's get together, uh, share, uh, listen to music, and then um, watch a game if it's playing that day, um, and then kind of have fun. Yeah. Uh, and I think it was Gag Order, a local here. Um, they play... And their name, hardcore punk with uh, with um, what's that type of music? Uh, disc, power violence, a little bit of uh, yeah, a little bit of everything. You think gutter punks? Do you think that type of music? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they're all great people. We've played with them a few times. We we played with them a few times before that, but we wanted them to play with us. And then it was uh, violent rest, and then also press game plays that same night. Yeah, I think the biggest was- show we played was with Concrete Elite. Yeah. The Endless Struggle one was that November before. I feel like I get a pass because 2020 just, you know. Right? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just one big blank. <laughs> but yeah, we played... Uh, we Actually, also, we didn't play that. 
in the uh, struggle. Well, no, know. that was just press, press gang. gang. Yeah, we get a mix yeah, up. That was press gang and G Life. And well, G -Life, I was yeah, there. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we we also played with uh, the Concrete Elite show, Violent Arrested. Yeah, press gang also yeah, that, that was a fun one. Um, that was a great one. Mm -hmm. um, and then we played a lot of local ones. We were able to play uh, Provo that was at a bicycle shop. Oh with, yeah, uh, that was fun. Mandalore. Despite despair. Zodiac Killer. Zodiac yeah. Killer, and yeah. then... And Mandalore played that one. Mandalore, yeah. Mandalore, and I can't remember their name, Zach from PSO. PSO, he was in another band he sang for, uh, I think you've talked about it on uh, one of the podcasts. I think it was Stay Away. Yeah, Stay Away. Yeah. 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 It was actually probably my favorite of that night, Yeah. Uh, even though I love uh, Violin Res and Mandalore and all that. And yeah. it, But it was a great sh show. Uh, everyone did pretty well. And yeah, I think a couple other shows other than that. Yeah. We're Not itching, I'm sure, as everyone heard, <laughs> itching to get back out there. It's getting there. You know, shows yeah. are happening uh, across the country in various areas. Salt Lake's getting their share yeah. of shows here and there. But, it's you know, it's all local. We've been talking about it on the show a lot. It's it's local-type things because it's hard because from city to city, county to county, state to state, uh, you have different things that are acceptable or permissible yeah. and so forth. And so it would be too difficult to try to arrange any tour, even like a small tour because yeah. we vary yeah. from Colorado, we vary from California, yeah. Yeah, California mm. from Especially Nevada. California. And yeah. California varies from Nevada even though we vary from both. Yeah. So it'd be too difficult yeah. to, it, to try to arrange something to make it I don't even want to call it lucrative, just not a, a big loss to try to mm -hmm. bounce around and, and play, you know, a single show, like drive two states right. away to play a show yeah. and then two states back. Yeah. And you have to skip everything in between because you might not be able to Yeah, it right. definitely seems like that light at the end of the tunnel is definitely getting closer, though. Yeah. yeah. And it speaking it of that, we're already like, kind of it. wanting to go out. Of, I mean, not anytime soon. Not like really tour. Just kind of hit up. Do weekend warrior stuff, right? Um, yeah. yeah. That's how most people do it, which is a a great way. Most people want to go watch the shows on the weekends anyway, yep. and then getting to hit you know two or three, depending on how you do it, uh, regional locations. You, you know, depending yep. on how you pick, you hit Colorado. Idaho, Wyoming, you know, just depending on right, the, yeah. the venues, yeah. uh, you go the other direction and play Nevada, Idaho, maybe Oregon or Oregon, Washington, yeah. come back. Just depends on the drive yeah, from here on the West Coast. we down for playing like local Utah, like Logan. I've always heard Logan has a good scene. Oh, so yeah. I've always wanted to play there. Um, <laughs> and then we had a bunch of res kids, uh, well, native kids. Uh, I don't know if they were, they were res, but uh, at that Provo show, they seemed to enjoy it. So I'd down to play a res show that sounds super fun oh yeah um and i've never done that so that'd be super fun so it's small town utah small town anywhere um but you know that's in the future <laughs> a quick note yeah, yeah. for everybody not from salt lake city which a lot of people are not that listen to the show uh scu salt city united uh -huh. okay so it, when you heard talk about that and then the games that's real games uh-huh right yeah, so right, what he was right, talking right, about right. that we have a, a reference of uh, what SCU gets together to do and who SCU is. Yeah, it, we're kind of just friends that watch soccer and hang out with each other. Yeah. Right. Um, and that's pretty much it. Just like, that's it. Yeah, skins yeah, love their football. Yeah, right. <laughs> the original group back in the day. and We all just came together and just a bunch of outcast people hang out watching games. We like, knew each other from like the straight edge, hardcore, punk rock scene, started hanging out. And then we started as crew and... Here we are, 60 members later. And That's yeah, awesome. 12 yeah. years now. Yeah. So, yeah. And everyone invited the rest is part of SEU. Yep. Yeah. 
pretty much like all of our friend group, pretty much all the skins in Salt Lake are pretty much SCU. We've converted everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and when you have like interest, you just as well. It yeah. turned it, yes. Yeah, and that's point exactly turned what into happens. a crew. It went from a supporter group to a crew now. And, and we'll have friends that will either, vice versa, either people that, you know, kind of in the punk rock scene that will kind of go to soccer games mm-hmm. and just be like, oh, I like that because it's, just being at game, well, when you could, it was a, it was pretty fun. It was almost like a show. Yeah. Uh, uh, just the energy and intensity and just camaraderie and so all that was really cool. And then vice versa, you'll get people that aren't maybe in the punk rock life that you know kind of check it out just because uh-huh. uh, that they hang around, you know, soccer or SCU or whatever you want. Yeah, call. when we would have our shows, like SCU shows and book shows, we were doing that every so often, like kid fundraisers and stuff like that yeah. for like box. Box house, I think that's called the awesome. Christmas thing for kids. Um, yeah, we'd have people from the games who aren't involved in the punk rock life at all, and they'd be bringing their kids to like Beehive to check out shows and stuff. And I was like, this is cool. Get that's them. awesome. It's like a whole community all coming together. Yep. And yeah, yeah, it's cool. And the kids always had a good time with it, right? Because <laughs> what kid doesn't like punk rock? Mm. You know? <laughs> uh, those new kids who are harping on Billie Eilish right now. I guess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> To them, that's punk, I guess. Well, now I guess MGK <laughs> is punk to them. Right? <laughs> hey, hey, don't put down pop, man. <laughs> I like some pop, okay? A lot of pop is good, yes. <laughs> I don't know about a lot. It's, it's, it's always safer to There's say some. <laughs> some is good. Yeah, I wouldn't say a lot. Some doesn't define like you're in the oh, the majority. Like the, A lot makes you sound like the majority's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's because Maybe. pop music I is... I can't uh, stand MGK, so I'm right there with you. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even. But right now, I see MGK as like this generation's Blink 182, yeah, as it's the gateway yeah, band yeah. to like get you into, okay, there is actually more behind this. Yeah, and hopefully, the more that they discover, they're like, oh, yeah, this is a lot better than whatever the fuck I was listening to right. five years ago. Right. <laughs> right. Hey, we all got into it somehow. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, me in the early mid 90s, you know, first punk I was listening to because. Limited amount of punk, I guess. Maybe some of those bands were played on X96. There was nothing else at that time in Utah, and that was really prior to much going on on the internet, at least for me. Uh, maybe there was areas you can get to, but that was the introduction. And yeah. the bands that would show up on the yeah. Warp Tour were the introduction, but most of those bands at this point are bands that are like, oh yeah, I like that band. Yeah. I probably have some of their music, but that's nothing mm-hmm. that I listened to recently. Yeah. If they come out yeah. with something new... For example, Bouncing Souls, Goldfinger, two bands that fit that yep. description, right. both came out with something new in December. I listened to it then, and then you know I've moved on, and I'm listening to other things that I listen to regularly. Yeah. But yeah. you know, everybody has their gateways of some sort, and you typically move on. I think in, with punk music because you realize how much, and I don't want to call it underground. And maybe people like the term underground. It's just more. You know, some of those bands had some sort of record label and had something, and they get to focus more time. So many more bands that make great music are doing this in their free time, yeah. right? Because they're working during the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Name drop, but I X ninety six. Who's the guy who runs uh, Raunch? Brad. Brad. Yeah. I, I've always heard his name around, and he's. I mean, he's a great guy, but he played everything, which was pretty cool. Um, I, I remember seeing videos and documentaries of like stuff he would play shows. He would, he would set up nineties and all that. And then, to your point about uh, underground, I've always liked that. Uh, kind of to the point about our music, um, like hardcore punk, how it was in the beginning. It wasn't just punk; it was hardcore punk, or same as. And I always liked 
being called street punk with the uh, press gang rather than oi. Not that we weren't oi or had oi influences, but it was more of a wider, and that's street punk originally was like, it was a sound of streets. Street right. punk. Hardcore mm -hmm. kind of was the same mentality. Um, it wasn't punk, it was hardcore punk. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which it, it's, it's became a huge umbrella nowadays, but uh, you know, when it started out, that's kind of how it was. To the best of my knowledge. Yeah. I like the term street punk too, because there's a yeah. lot of bands. Your band uses that. Uh, the band This Means War says the same thing. Uh -huh. But then when you hear bands, uh, you know, casualties to, to drop a name that might be more recognizable, they would be considered street right. punk. But yeah, when right. I hear Press Gang and I hear casualties side by side, it's like, well, that's not really the same thing. Right. But it is, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on, on one hand too. And I, you know, I have the, the poor man's palate when it comes to trying to figure out, like, what's this, what's that? Some of it's like, yeah, that's absolutely hardcore. <laughs> but other stuff, you're like, I, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Is it street punk? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I, but they say they're street punk. They say they're yeah, oi. Yeah. They're kind of similar. Yeah. You, you know, when I first heard that with This Means War, and they're like street punk from the lowlands in the, the Netherlands or in Belgium and so forth. And then I hear other stuff that sounded... Oi, and they're like, well, we're an oi band. Like, yeah. But street punk is, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I just <laughs> like it. How about that? <laughs> you just say, street punk is from the unemployed, oi is from the working yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, exploited, saying they're street punk, and then you have the uh, press saying they're street punk. Com almost two completely different sounds. Right. right. Um, I, I think a lot of people are catching on, and it seems like the best way to do it is kind of be like, this is these are other bands that sound similar. Right. Yeah. Or that might catch you the same way that this band catches you. Which is not necessarily, like, a bad thing, especially, like, in hardcore. Like, I grew up listening to, obviously, like, the Minor Threat and stuff like that, but then I heard, like, Death Before Dishonor, who's completely different sounding mm. than Minor Threat, right. but also hardcore, and it was like, I love this. Right. This is amazing. Yeah. So. It's like uh, how you would compare Hatebreed to one Kill Switch Engage, right. even yeah. though they are... Very they're ba they're different. part of the same foundation as metal core as we know right, it today. Yeah. Right. Right, right. Yeah. But de definitely, you're right. They do have a, a different sound, and that's just the way the music is. It's easier just to hey, it's it's the punk umbrella. I like punk music, and yeah. I, I've yeah. seen on some websites the FFO, the for fans of, and I think that's a better way than saying yeah, hey, sure. I'm doing a, a this street punk band uh -huh. review. It's, uh -huh. Well, there's this band, and they are four fans of, yeah. you know, and name yeah, some similar cool. style yeah. bands, yeah. I yeah, think yeah, makes sure. more sense and easier than trying to be like, oh, well, I like these street punk bands. I must like street punk better than the <laughs> other genres. <laughs> yeah. I get into no, the just, of just like what you like. Is, and this genre is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, don't get caught up in the, the sub-genres yeah. of punk. Oh, it all fits neatly under punk, and it's totally different from, you know... Different thing to different thing, from yeah. hardcore to pop punk to, you know, you name it. It's different, but mm -hmm. it's still kind of, it all fits. Yep, definitely. Yeah, it's the uh, the adage I like to use. It's like the same cloth, different thread. Yep. There you yep. go. Yep. <laughs> it's one of those blankets that people make, and it's different things. Different, a t-shirt, like a t-shirt oh, blanket, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's all the same blanket, yeah, but that's a different t-shirt than the other. And or a collage. <laughs> there you go, much better example. <laughs> or if we're talking about, uh, if we're comparing it to punk music, it's just a... Uh, same jacket, different patch. There you right. go. <laughs> Definitely a lot of different ways to, to do it. Now let's circle back to the live shows before we forget to mention. So we do have, we were talking about live shows are starting to come. There are some live shows here in Utah, I think even in 
June at, I think you were mentioning one, right? Yeah. The other I, day. Yeah, I got booked at uh, Urban Lounge with uh, Villain and Social Stigma. I and saw that, yeah. June, so that's coming up. So, you know, they're starting to trickle in. And again, it's more local, but I've seen uh, several bands, uh, especially in Europe, that they're announcing tours, but all the tours that are getting announced are like December. Yeah. I've seen some people talk about some stuff in October. Punk Rock Bowling is still on as far as i know and uh, that's september psycho right? fest has gotten booked in vegas at the uh, end of august right so. fest i think is supposed to be live this year too yeah. which is in florida you know and that's what's that usually like late october mm. november somewhere in that range so you know fall uh, you know it's going to be bigger yeah so speaking of fall and bands coming to places <laughs> that are not native to where they live Show's coming to Salt Lake, right? Perfect yeah. segue, yeah. yeah. We got <laughs> Wisdom and Chains, October 30th? Yes, October 30th. Uh, Saturday. <laughs> uh, they were booked... March of last year? March of last year. And we almost had that and happen. And then COVID ruined everything. It was something like the 20th of March, right? Yeah, because yeah, lockdown was... happened, like, or end of the week. Yeah. So COVID lockdown happened at the beginning of the week, and at the end of that week would have been the Wisdom and Change yep. show. Right. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they were actually, they've been super good about They were willing to do it. Um, they were basically just, you know, what, what you guys say goes. But they were super uh, accommodating. Um, and just was like, whatever you guys go. And we just knew it was going to be a bad idea if we did it. But we were in talks with them still. Um, and like I said, they were still just super accommodating. And they just said, when do you want to do it? And we kind of just figured out that October 30th. Sounded safe enough. It sounded like we had the best chances for the best possible turnout. Uh, and the best chances for it to actually happen. I mean, I don't think it will be canceled. But you never know with the virus if sure. it multiplies, whatever. Feeling pretty optimistic. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good. Um, but yeah, we have that show coming up. We're going to try to... It'd be kind of fun to have like a Halloween with Wisdom and Chains. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was going to say, for people that might be in Salt Lake at the time who are going to go to the show, should we show up in costume? Yeah, right. Sure. <laughs> I'm yeah. not opposed yeah. to that. Halloween's all <laughs> month, man. Uh, <laughs> for me, it's all year. But <laughs> play that show in costume. In costume. Lucretia, we're gonna do it that way. Sisters, there you go. <laughs> we're gonna dress up like Sisters of Mercy. Awesome. Yeah, nice. little plug. We're, 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 we're yeah. trying to do a cover of them. Hope, hopefully, for that show. Yeah, we <laughs> did. We did. Um, there you go. The Cure. You did. I was going to say oh, that. I was going to make sure you're saying, but I was going to say you've done a uh, cover of The Cure. You could always gonna do new, dress new up. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we wanted to do that at one point. I was yeah. going to dress up like fizz out my hair like Robert Smith. That would be awesome. <laughs> Just don't do a Cure cover in the way that Sheer Terror did. I don't think I've heard that. I don't that. think I've heard that either. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen to it for educational purposes, but oh, That's the first thing God. I'm going to do as soon as I leave. <laughs> um, Paul Bearer can't be Robert Smith. He doesn't have hair at all. It doesn't have the voice. But he loves the cure, so props to him for trying. But yeah. oh, man, was it a... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Damn. we're going to try to do that, try to do the same thing we did with The Cure and just try to make it our own way. But jumping back into um, Wisdom and Chains, we're going to have them play. Um, it's going to be us, Violent Unrest, and then also Mandalore. Yeah, and this is, I guess, Wisdom and Chains' only show of 2021, so it's yeah. awesome. Cool. Yeah. We're expecting to have some people come from out of town for yeah. it. Isn't More this their better. first time in Salt Lake as well? Yeah. It is, yeah. 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 Super excited for that. And then it's us and then Mandalore. We play with them all the time. We love Mandalore. Oh, um, yeah. And then it will be TakeOver. 
I don't know too much about them. It's honestly, a, it's Northern Utah hardcore. I think they're based out of Ogden, if I remember correctly. Okay. It's a. Uh, I don't know, but at that realm of hardcore, it's like half the band is from Ogden, the other's from Salt Lake. Right. Maybe you got your token Logan. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Conrad had hit had let us know when we were kind of talking about the band. Uh, I've mentioned Con- we've mentioned Conrad a bunch. Conrad uh, sings from Mandalore. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he just you know mentioned Takeover and just said do it, so we trusted him. Awesome. Yeah. Lots of great show. Looking forward to that show. Yeah, something to look forward to this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. It'll be for us here in in the Rocky Mountain region because I, you know, that's broad. Like you said, people probably will want to come in for that one. Yeah, with oh, this yeah. amount of time, I'm hoping that if people hear about it, we want a flyer and all that, that people will come through. Awesome. Yeah. I know California. There are some Californians going to come through. Oh, there is awesome. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and it's going to be the Beehive. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So what's of max capacity at Beehive? Well, I don't know. Uh, 350? Yeah. 350 is best. Was so somewhere around 350, yeah. everybody. So yeah. don't don't sleep on it. Even we're, though I think I saw that the tickets aren't going to be sold in advance this time. We're right? not. So we did that back uh, in 2020. And I mean, it, it wasn't too terrible, but I just don't want to have to deal with if it gets canceled COVID again. Right. Right. Having to like refund tickets and postponing it. And right. So, yeah, it will be first come, first serve. Yeah. Another idea. And if it gets sold out, it gets sold out. Yeah. yeah. Which would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Coming in from out of town, get there early. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I've only seen one show at the Beehive where it was sold out, and that was when Expire was doing their last tour. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Judge sold out of the Beehive, then they had to move seconds. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've yeah. seen some big shows there. I saw Terror. Terror was pretty big. Oh, yeah, 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 that, that was, was crazy. Yeah, I was at that, that one, show. too. That yeah, well, that was a good show. That Expire show, that's one of my favorite bands, Expire. Yeah. so good. They're, yeah, they are... They're one of the paradigm setters of 2010's hardcore. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, they're heavy. Yeah. <laughs> so negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soon you come to find life's a fucking bitch. Well, yeah. We had that song end in the end on our other EP, and I was actually listening to a lot of Expire when I wrote that song. I was like, God damn, this is so negative, but I love it. Yeah, our song Anxiety is probably one of my most favorite songs. Yeah. So I can relate to this. Well, that, that's well, that. I got your music. Yeah, yeah. yeah but talk that's about another it. good segue. Yeah. It's like, oh, right? yeah, it's yeah. Been, yeah. What, <laughs> what specifically was, uh, how does the writing style for uh, coming from Press Gang Union uh, transfers over to Violent Unrest? Like, how is it different? How is it similar, pretty much? I think it's pretty different. Um, sometimes I'll just come up with lyrics and George will write some guitar riffs over it. Um, I think what's worked out better, though, is George just writes something. And I write lyrics to it, like, and in the end, George just wrote an amazing song mm-hmm. on the guitar. Yeah, and yeah. the words just kind of came right out, like. Awesome. It was easy to write. So yeah, he'll yeah. basically do the, the base of the song, not the bass, but the the base of it, um, and then me, Jeremy, and Paige just kind of figure out after that how we want to do it. We will change ideas, change music, change tempos, everything on, mm-hmm. and uh, we kind of just figure out whatever we like because uh, I think that's what we're mostly doing we're not trying to go anywhere I mean mm-hmm. we're not trying to be huge just play a couple shows uh, have fun with it right. um, so we're just trying to do what we want to do with it and yeah that's basically our writing is figure out what we like to do what we think is cool what we, what, what we like right and that's what I was saying I don't know if that was before or after is like we don't want to be in a box 
we do have a sound that we kind of want to do, but we also want to be able to, like, I'm not a huge metalcore fan. Um, I dabble here and there, but if, you know, if it fits what we want to do with that maybe type of sound, fuck it. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Have a breakdown here and there. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's yeah. part of the writing. You say this, this. There's got to be a breakdown, then this. Or a breakup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We like to say breakup. We have that uh, strike first song. Where it actually gets yeah. quicker. So, yeah. magic's around that it's a breakup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole Cobra Kai quote. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was actually really awesome because uh, we, we came up with that song, and it was kind of a tongue-in-cheek, if you will. I mean, we don't want to get too tongue-in-cheeky, but uh, just kind of playing on everything. I'm sure you kind of get the ideas of what it is. But um, I think we came up with the No Mercy after the fact of coming up with that song. Yeah. And George actually said it best because like they all kind of actually fit under the no mercy umbrella kind of have to delve deeper but you know the end in the end he was saying how you know life just doesn't give you no mercy it's it really doesn't like when it hits it hits hard um mm -hmm. so and then it, it hits all the other songs as well uh broken bonds um mm -hmm. you know you can do it anyway don't don't show people that won't show the same, you, you the same respect, don't show them no mercy, or um, they won't show you no mercy sometimes. Mm -hmm. It even kind of connects with uh, act on it. Um, if you want to do something, show no mercy. Just get it, like that uh, <laughs> meme and all what that. What he's getting at is Cobra Kai was a real hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang, I'm finally <laughs> seeing that Bull. side of it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, I think that EP it was a great EP. Yeah. Uh, we love the artwork. The artwork was amazing. Um, I think it was perfect for something as a new release, first release, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, we got it from yeah. that Mick, Mick Lambrew. I think he's done a lot of uh, like Agnostic Front, Madball. He's done a lot of yeah, hardcore bands. Hard bands. Yeah. I've seen a lot yeah. coming out recently, yeah. too, yeah. within the last uh, handful an of months. Yeah. 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 And I think that artwork fit, fit us yeah. really well. Uh, then, I've actually found some bands because of his artwork. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'll never heard this band. I'll check them out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Really good. He's a great artist. And then the artist who did our current EP is uh, Joey from uh, The Banner, if you guys know Ooh. who The Banner is. Yeah, I do know The Banner. Yeah. Great band. Great yeah. guy. He's also a great artist. Yeah. Both those were perfect. And I think both of those fit, the artwork fit what we wanted to put out as a band. Uh, and I think both artwork fit the music i think uh i don't really know how we did uh, no mercy i want to say we kind of did everything first and then somehow that artwork just fit and then we kind of worked around um the stand against hate yeah. um i mean we already kind of had some ideas that we worked obviously cohesion we had that before on mm -hmm. our demo i don't remember what it's called right now lower it was actually the very first song that Violent Unrest wrote. Yeah. That was, uh, Chris Archuleta actually originally wrote it. I mean, it's completely different from what it originally was, but that was our first song we ever wrote. Yeah, it's cool. Kind of one practice with him, and he was like, this is what I'm kind of thinking. We kind of worked around it. And then George came in, and he just retold it. We worked it. And then, yeah, that was our first song that we actually contemplated. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then Cohesion was a song we kind of wanted to figure out more. Um, we liked it, but... Yeah, I think, I think Cohesion's got to be one of my favorite songs. It, 
Mm-hmm. Like when we were writing it, it just sounded a lot like like Madball type to me. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. It definitely has a Madball feel, which yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really happy about. And I think we basically did it the same way that we were kind of thinking, but we just mastered it before mastering it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, but we had warriors just kind of wanted to put our stance on where we are, um, and just where the whole Trumpism and Trumpers and all that and how <laughs> ridiculous it was becoming. Yeah, yeah, the, the capital coup being the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and all that. <laughs> and all that. Yeah, so we just want to kind of plant ridiculous. our flag with that. Uh, same as Big Man. Just idiots. Uh, I think writing Big Man got a lot from like uh, my inspiration for that was kind of Gorilla Biscuits and their song that they had. Um, Degradation. Degradation, yeah. Oh, yes. Love that song, and I just wanted to kind of write a, a similar type thing just to let you know, like, you're kind of a bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah. It all comes down to it, yeah. That's basically what we're saying. Yep. You know? And I think, I think both EPs is a good starting point from where we're trying to go and kind of the, the musical taste that we kind of want to sound like. I mean, because Big Man, I, it gives me minor threat similarities and and in the end is much more uh but it's much more 90s hardcore i guess you'd call it or uh, maybe even new, new york a little bit uh, but yeah uh, with all those songs i think each one brings a different element to the table and i think yeah i think we're having fun doing what we're doing and i think uh we have a good starting off point and it's uh, exciting to see what what can come from here. Yeah, yeah. it's fun having everything organically grow because we even talk about like what direction we want to go and like what sound we want to get to play around with everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like don't put ourselves in a box, like you said. It's fun though. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah, that's, think, the, that's the way to go. That's why we like <laughs> messing around with dark wave songs too. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Violin and dark wave. Yeah. <laughs> I still want to do a whole lot of dark wave. Album. And I'm not <laughs> Dark wave. I actually I listen to a bunch of soul. Uh, Paige does as well. I mean, mm-hmm. we all do. Uh, I like to do soul covers as hardcore. Um, oh yeah. I want to yeah, do. We'll it would see break if we do the tradition of dark do, wave though. So I don't know if we. Yeah, if we, we can. can. <laughs> uh, I want to do. Tell me, it's just a rumor by the Isley Brothers. I think it'd be cool, oh. but we'll see if it actually ever pans uh, out. I'm, or I'm works. pretty sure we are obligated. Well, at least they are to do an AFI cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless if they like them or not, they're gonna do it. Right. Uh, I just don't do, do girls not great. <laughs> Now we're doing Girls Not Great. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Don't put us in the box. Come on. You'll see. You'll Don't see. tell us what we can't do. Uh, I wanted to do Respect <laughs> by Aretha Franklin, I think. Yeah. I think we can make those cool, but, you know, you never know until yeah. it comes out. I've always wanted to do Whitney Houston, too. So. Oh, yeah. I think you guys have come up with the concept right now. and it, what It reminds me of, Eric, didn't you have a show and each band picked, like, a, a band to cover, Right. Was that like a Halloween? Did you do Chromax? Halloween. Oh, yeah. Halloween. Oh, yeah. Punk Rock Halloween. Yeah. yeah. Right. And yeah. so one band, uh, Chromax, another band, and That's I forget fun. the bands, yeah. but I remember yeah. the concept, yeah. right? So you, you come up with a few bands, maybe Mandalore or the bands that were going to be at Wisdom and Chains or whoever. Yeah. And so, come up with either dark wave bands to cover or you come up with your like soul say, covers yeah. and say hey we're picking these ones you pick whatever you pick whatever you yeah. that would be a pretty interesting, and interesting and you do, to do and a hardcore 
tribute evening to whatever. Whatever you want to do. <laughs> yeah. I think that was uh, Conrad's Punkarama uh, yeah. nights. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And I love the real fake, fake Cro-Mags. That was the best. Oh, yeah. Um, or Medicine Head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, I actually thought that same <laughs> thing. when funny. Because I, I did want to do a bunch of soul covers. I was like, we should just have a night of, you know. Right, just getting it all and out you don't there. have to put it all on your back, to, you know, because if you guys do a bunch of soul covers, then you have other bands that come in and play their own music. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, it's all hardcore, I guess. Yeah, but if everybody's doing the same concept, pretty fun, and it's a, a one-off where yep. like people are like, hey, I want to go. I'm not just seeing violent unrest. I'm not just seeing Mandalore for the third time in three weeks right. or something like that. You <laughs> Which know what I mean? definitely it's, would do. Right, 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 <laughs> right. But it's it's that hey. They're doing something yep. different. I, I got to yeah. be at this one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was yeah, actually, yeah, I think, yeah. Conrad's kind of concept was he wanted everyone from different scenes, if you will, um, to get different sounds and different people and everything. Yeah. So I think it was kind of just to meld everything. Yeah, I hope they keep doing cool. that. Yeah. Yeah. Which would be even better. You get, you know, four different style of punk bands, yep. but all doing a specific style of yep. music so you're, it's yeah, either all soul or all dark wave and so you're getting the same concept yep. but maybe different yeah. sounds like yeah. you said yeah. I remember that was the basis of him he was telling me why he wanted to form Dr. Drug the way that he did. It was going to be a mix of ska, punk, and hardcore. Oh, that yeah. way, they could play any one of those shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. He's a genius. <laughs> he is. So yeah, I do believe that that, is, uh, that basis still exists as far as booking shows, just taken from all different smart. realms of the audience, and I am for that. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> not, not to be dropping too much, but I think they're coming out with more stuff too. Yeah. yeah, they yeah. they better be. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny how they've uh, released uh, things where it's like the first album that was a CD, their live album that was a cassette tape, and now this last single they put out is on vinyl. Right. So you have different, <laughs> yeah, 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 different yeah. realms I think of releases. Probably going to go down the same, same road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So for this nice. new EP, we just uh, released. We're planning on doing some physical copies. We were going to do CDs. So. Yeah. Well, before we get too far away from that, then, what's release date? It's going to be cassette. Is that what you just said? CDs. CD, sorry. So CDs, uh, where can people get it? When's it officially released? What's it on? Where can it be heard? Where can it be found? So, it's already released. It's already, yeah, so technically our release date is when we just put it We're out We're very there. impatient. We're people. very, yeah. <laughs> we just want our music. I mean, like I said before, we're not trying to really go that far with it. Not... That that far, but go huge with this band or anything like that. Although we're if we get a chance to, get... to sell out, we're gonna do it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? We have to be a boy band. We'll just do like it. we're <laughs> just like what the Prescott did with well, Project Sellout. It's for the band. <laughs> we just want our music to be out there in any way possible, and so our release date is probably April six. I think it was. Or whenever we put that out April 6th where? Because you told me that uh, this past so, week, and I was looking it up. It's not on Bandcamp, right? It's not. Not yet. I, uh, that's my bad. I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> so where I'm is it? Well, so like, it will be on Bandcamp uh, Where's tonight? the official? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> By the time people are hearing this interview, it's already out on Bandcamp. There you go. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, it's out on all those Yeah, for services. free. I think you can buy it on iTunes and Amazon, I want to say. Okay. Um... 
we will be releasing probably CDs, but it probably won't be like a big release or anything like yeah. that. It'll probably just we'll be that. It's all shipping at this point, right? Yeah. So, yeah. so we have a Violent Arrest page, an actual .com and all that. Yeah, yeah. That you can get it there. I'm sure if you hit up our Facebook. Likely. Hopefully we'll like just that. have them at local shows when we can play. Yeah, right. right. That'd be lovely. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to play some shows here soon at Aces High. That'd right. be fun. Yeah. And then like June, July. Uh, we actually do have a what show, kind of, we probably shouldn't be saying this, but whatever. <laughs> we got asked once to band. play. They've kind of hit us up about doing well, an play Asia Urban, show. Well, to play Urban, we did get asked um, to play Aces High, like actually. Oh, yeah. Or something yeah. like that. June, July. okay. Something like that. Not sure. It's up to a gag order. Kind of just playing with them. Uh, but we'll see. But, yeah. Uh, and a little insider note, we, we said it's sold out, but we still have records because we kind of wanted to release those. Yeah, I think we we kind of held on to a few of our 7-inch yeah. um, in no hopes that we can bring it on the road with us. Yeah. Oh, it's good thinking. Well, yeah. I'm glad I got mine. Mine's right here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad I got mine already. Yeah, I think what would yeah. be funny is, like, a, if any promoters are listening, do a belated CD release show right. <laughs> of just everyone in the scene who released something in the past year, but awesome. couldn't do that. That'd just be fun. Get your Crow Killer, your Mandalore, your My fun. Band in there. This is <laughs> right? a there great idea. This is a great idea. Yeah. Just to, do it. Okay, we're making up for the fact that last year we didn't Anyone exactly celebrate. <laughs> so if you want to release year. anything, now's the time. So like now. Our CD release party. Yeah, oh, release really fest. Cool. Right? Like when they, uh, like a, a couple fest. years ago when they had the, the compilation release shows that was like four days worth of shows yeah. for everyone that was on that, uh, uh, SLC hardcore comp, whatever. Oh, yes. right, right. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, uh. I really miss that. It's like, come on, when we bring shows back, let's start doing more outlandish activities. I'm about it. Yep. That's awesome. So, Conrad, if you're listening, take note. (laughs) Note to ignore your calls. (laughs) Don't forget to text back. What else do we need to know about your band? Well, we're working on new songs right now, hoping to do... Way late future, not soonish. Uh, full length, hopefully. So we're pretty much on ground floor of everything um, that we haven't released. We got a few little things here and there. The probably the next thing we'll probably like we were mentioning that Lucretia cover or remake. I like as I've said before, right. remake. Um, I like to make our style, not just trying to do what they did and then somehow do it better, but. Do what we want to do with that song. That will probably be <laughs> that, that will probably be our next uh, release. If you if you want to call the that cure, release, it'll probably just be, unrest. <laughs> it will probably just be a single again, just like we did the Cure. Um, I could see us doing that down the road, like we were talking about yeah. doing remakes. Uh, I, doing that I would love to do more cover songs. I think. George really hates doing covers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he and, likes Darkway, so he's all about this. This George, was actually his idea. Yeah, so that's he regrets that idea already. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so I think what we've kind of we're still not one hundred percent, but I think we're almost there. Uh, we're gonna try to do full length. Yeah. That's Honestly, next year. Yeah, that won't yeah. be until a long time. We're gonna get that all figured out. Artwork. We're probably gonna do more artwork um, and do um, songs. Try to figure out somehow we want to do songs and all that. Yeah. Um, but that won't be for a long time. Yeah. Honestly, I think what our plan is is as we're new material writing right new material, which we only practice once a week, if that, if we can even get that in. So we don't, and we're all kind of 
off the cuff so we're not just like this is what we're going to do we're just mm -hmm. like okay we're just like he said organically so who knows how long it will really be but i think what our plan is is other than writing that we're going to kind of fine-tune everything we got uh i think we're going to try to like we were talking before try to hit up a few towns right um, reses even if we can get them mm -hmm. um and uh yeah that's kind of our plan from here on out but i would definitely say you know i think we we got more to come for sure cool on a side note, since three of the four of you are in two bands together, uh -huh. is that something that you would look to do? Because the styles are, you know, like we talked about, everything's under punk, but uh -huh. obviously it's a different style of music. When you hear one and you hear the other, yeah. like, yeah, it's not the same thing. So is that something that you guys would look f to do in, in what you were just describing, where it's like, hey, let's go do, you know, a couple weekend things here and there. Uh -huh. so would you try to do both bands? Yeah, so... Don't think we would. One. It's funny you say that with the Concrete Elite show. We were going to have Press Gang and Violent Unrest play it. I think there's a lot of shows that... I think we did. We did do it. So. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so that happened. That was, that was like two years ago. Right. We've played a few shows where it was Press Gang. But and I, know, I happened think... to be there. And then the yeah. first show at Res... Was that tattoo resolute? Oh yeah, yeah. We. Oh, uh, yeah. I just have. It was an impromptu street. thing. Yeah. Uh, so. We had Hi-Fi Murder was supposed to play that, but Dogs in the Fight. Uh, Dogs in the Fight played here. Hi-Fi Murder was supposed to, but they didn't show up, and, and they got too drunk. <laughs> 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 um, Jeremy was at that show, and I mean, we pretty much had all the equipment, <laughs> and we said, "Screw it, let's do this." Not just little, little correction. He's actually at the bar down the yeah, street. Yeah, I was at the bar down the street. <laughs> we found out High Five wasn't playing, and we were like, "Fuck it, you guys want to play?" And we just played an improv two show. Um, that I think was we technically our first show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. nice. Um, that was first violent unrest show. It was an outdoor sh outdoor show with uh, great music and great sound. <laughs> but uh, I think I think. Uh, some dudes from Germany had uh, yeah. said they, they, they were there. Um, just checked us out. So it was pr pretty cool that, you know. Yeah, those guys are cool. Uh, guys awesome. were able to check us out. The first show there. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Dust. so Press Gang is pretty much Dustin's band. Um, I mean, it's all of our band, just like Violent Arrest. But it's kind of Dustin. And we've kind of been on. Um, a break, I guess. Uh, Dustin was in Reno. Yeah. For over a year mm -hmm. for wow. work. So Presking hasn't done anything um, since. So that's kind of all his realm on what he wants to do. I mean, I think Nick yeah. Cage and George is the lead guitarist for both bands. Yeah. Um, I think us three would be down for whatever happens, happens. Yeah, and, but and we, we wouldn't do about, anything without Dustin, so. Yeah, uh, we talked about doing shows together and maybe even going other places and all that. Well, when we were supposed Reno, to play Underneath the Underground last year. Yeah. But they were COVID. With Presking, right. with Presking yeah. And then, yeah, we had actually had talks. Dustin wanted to uh, play uh, press gang out in Reno when he was living there and working out there. He's a union guy, um, and he had some work out there. And we were thinking about being, uh, violent arrest, but we never concreted anything. But, yeah, I mean, we're up for it, basically. So it's an option, just not something you're planning on doing. Well, yeah. yeah. If it happens, it happens. With I violent mean, unrest, we're, we're up for anything. Yeah. We'll plan with anything. I think violent unrest, it's going to be a lot easier for us to be able to get out of the state. Like, press gang, there's just, I don't know, too much, like, 
responsibility back in Salt Lake, you know? Yeah, yeah. And George has a lot of responsibilities. I mean, not that we don't, but, like, Matt and I are down to go whenever it seems like Jeremy Jeremy also is. Yeah, George is family man, you know, working, and he just does a whole bunch. He's like a responsible guy. We're very lucky to have him in both bands and just how talented he really is. Not that you would want to do something different, but you guys obviously were in a, we'll call it a street punk band, Uh right? And Violent Unrest is and Violent Unrest is obviously keeping you plenty busy. You have plans that are going to keep you guys busy well into next year. But do you miss playing since you've been a year away from that style of music? And you guys roles reverse right. for the two bands. I don't even know how to play drums anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not even... It's like, we'll get to it if we get back to it. So, I'm going to be very screwed when Press Gang starts playing again. I, always I am the new singer of Press Gang. I always enjoyed singing. Um... And I, I love pretty much everything Press Gang did, and I think we always had more ideas to come after what we, we put out. I'm loving drumming. I think I said this when we first did an interview with Press Gang. I, it, I'm much more uh, in tune with the process of creating, of what we, like is the actual music, which I kind of, just being a bossy per- person, I kind of had that with Press Gang. Kind of was like, hey, this is what I have an idea, or I have an idea with this. But that's kind of both bands, you know. Any idea works as long as it works. Um, and then we throw his ideas out. Yeah, mm-hmm. after they let me say it. <laughs> hey, they at least let you say it. Kind people. What can I say? It makes it feel important. Yeah, it does. Uh, but I'm loving drumming, and I'm loving the ideas, especially when they come to fruition and record. I'm just, you know, pretty stoked on what actually came out because. Honestly, I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just banging on shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy with what's coming out, and uh, I'm just loving it. But I would I would do press gang. It's actually funny, because me and Paige has talked about this. I've talked with George about it, too. But I'd like to do a ska band. It'd probably be two-tone, something like that. This See, be... I think this is where we are definitely different. Like, to me, I'm like, I'm starting, I'm starting a dark wave band. I'm doing some sort of, like, electronics. You guys have a lot like, going on. I'll be all yeah, about that. Right? Oh, um, yeah. You can go to a ska thing. It's we'll go start a dark wave band. <laughs> they let you talk about it, and then they shut it down. <laughs> so, uh, two things came to mind while we're having this discussion. First... Uh-huh is the Bronx, right? Because you have the same band, but two bands. Right. Two totally style, different styles. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying describes, all right, are, are you on board, Jeremy, with the concept of potentially both either a two-tone ska band and a dark wave band along with your hardcore band dark or wave. one or the other? Dark wave, yes, two-tone. <laughs> two-tone dark wave? So it's going to be two-tone dark wave. That okay. would be something new. And I, I'm de- that sounds so like something me. I'm definitely interested in checking out. I Both am also individually, interested in but, this. Right? Um, but yeah, I, you know, it's just something that I've thought about. I've tried to mess around with sex. I really like sex. But if we, if I ever did that, or any of us ever did that, it'd be way down. I road. think it is a very cool concept. I actually have a, a an episode of probably like fifteen to twenty bands for Punkinoy Worldwide of all punk music, but they all incorporate a saxophone in yeah. it. Whether it be a band with I've one song or a band yeah, cool. with uh, <laughs> that just does it in all their songs, and I think it's a really cool concept. 
Yeah. And that's a, a, a different sound to it. Yeah, oh, yeah, for yeah, sure. For sure. I've, I've heard a bunch of oi bands. It'd be it. interesting yeah. to hear a hardcore band with sax. Yeah. <laughs> she wants, yeah. right? Yeah. I don't know how that would it. work, but I'd be Try it out. Yeah. <laughs> go add it to if, one of if, our tracks. If we did the dark wave, synth wave, all that, I think it'd mit right in there. <laughs> oh, sax would sound great. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. There's already dark wave. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be an ice burn ripoff. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. It's not. So the other thing that came to mind, and the reason why I was getting to the press gang union, not that you would want to start your own thing to not do press gang union, but if all the band members enjoy doing together but can't for, you know, just it just doesn't work out, would you want to do something different? And I think of this gentleman to my left on this picture is Lars Fredrickson. It's uh -huh. a skeleton of him, yes. but still nonetheless <laughs> represents Lars Fredrickson, right? He's, he's in Rancid, and then he's got Old Firm Casuals, and he's done other projects. But, you know, Rancid and Old Firm Casuals really aren't quite the same sound. But then right. he's also does uh, new recordings for Stomper 98, yeah. Last uh, Resort, yeah. and whatever else yeah. people can talk him into doing. He does those because... You if know. you're suggesting we get Lars on, I'm down for it. That would be um, great. I'm just so, wondering if you'd let him in the band. I think we were having a pre-conversation about, we'll you know, right, bands right, want to tour here, yeah. they're going to pay to get in. You know, the same kind of concept. You guys try him out and see if he works. Yeah. I, I think I get what you're saying. So I think, I don't think any of us, other than George, is a true musician like that. Um, I think... Anything that we'd want to do on a side thing is more of we'd want to just do friends of people who want to do the same type of music. Right. I don't uh, think we'd ever well, be like, hey, at. I want to, I want to be on this, or hey, I want to sub in for this, or whatever. Is uh, that uh, what you're kind of getting at? Kind of. It's like, all right, you have a group that gets together or gets along together, right? Uh -huh. So you, you do music together, and you guys want to do a hardcore band, and three of you also do a different style. So oh, for cool. me, if you were if I was in a oi slash street punk band, I enjoy the music, or otherwise I wouldn't do it. But you're away from it. Do you feel like, oh, well, maybe we could get together as a group? I don't know, Jeremy, yeah, if yeah. you're into doing something like that too, but it's just you're okay. doing something hardcore. Do you feel like, oh, I had these ideas that really don't work for our hardcore band, but I we're away from the oi band, and I think that it kind of fits there. Is that right. something you would I'd create your own thing? Just yeah. as just for fun, oh, whether for you sure. do, you know, not not that you're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna make this band and we're gonna tour, and now we're gonna have three bands when we tour. Yeah, right. you know, it's oh, sure. hey, I got these ideas, but we're not particularly active. Yeah, and yeah. these fit more with this as opposed to this other oh, thing that I'd we're be focused all for on. That. Yeah, well, yeah, throw around a lot. Yeah, of like, ideas. like I keep joking around about that dark wave yeah, thing, but, but like, I'd be all about it. Do yeah, it. you right. know, I was like, I know George likes that kind of stuff too. And I'm not a huge fan of all that, but I'd be willing. You know, as long as I fit. He says that, but you're the not a huge cover fan of doing another idea. band, or not no, a huge no, fan no. of Dark Wave. Dark Wave, <laughs> Sith Wave. It's not that I don't like it. It's just not my 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 I jam, my my, <laughs> my genre that I go to first, yeah. and all yeah. that. Uh, but I mean, if they'd have me, I'd do it my style. Which right. I think I think what that's what's good. Adding about a saxophone. Is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, sisters are. I think Sisters has a sax in some of their. Songs. Oh, do they? That's yeah. cool. And on the show and on either show that I do, I don't forget, remember which one, but, uh, you know, that's kind of where New Wave and then Dark Wave came from was punk anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah, just yeah, bands yeah, that had yeah, yeah. what we're talking about. Like, I have a different, I, I like what we're doing here, or like the message or whatever, but I want to do the sounds yeah. like this, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. and they're similar. And then once somebody does it and it's similar, then someone else comes along like, 
hey, I like what you did. I'm going to go here, and then pretty soon you were, you know, kind of close, and now you're yeah, very yeah, divergent, yeah. but out. it still yeah. came from the same place, and you can hear similarities, and right. I think that's what Dark Wave is with punk anyway. Yeah, yeah, right. for sure. Yeah, you think the Stranglers, you think the Damned, yeah. right? Yeah. You even think TSOL. Right, <laughs> anyway, yeah. They kind of went all over the place, but yeah. Yeah. I agree. Same cloth, different thread. Yeah, exactly. Or, or like uh, the singer for the Pogues, what was his original band? Uh, I don't know. It's like Stimulators or something like that. I, can't I think so, yeah, yeah, the Stimulators. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah, the... Ah, uh, the stimulators. That was uh, that's not it. No, nah, I don't think it was the stimulators. That was Something the like original that. New York punk when uh, Harley Flanagan was doing drumming. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Generic punk, kind of uh, with a little bit of rock and roll in it. But yeah, that was kind of the same concept. Well, that's you know, kind of like Coxwire had the Little Roosters. Yeah. Before Coxwire, and that was pretty interesting. I guess uh, Joe Strummer produced. Like their wow. first seven inch, and I listen to it. It's like definitely like glam, but it's like they do like two songs that Coxbar does. I can't remember which one, ones, but it's interesting to hear that and then Coxbar cool. do it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't. I think we would, and we wouldn't. Kind of both. We're definitely doing it. Oh yeah. Nice. <laughs> Final word. <What>? Sorry, <laughs> dark, dark wave. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Do you have a name already picked out? Not yet. Don't say it anyway. Somebody will steal it. <laughs> I found it. If people have ideas. <laughs> it was, I believe it was the nipple erectors. Nipple erectors. Uh, oh, you were on the I right line. Yeah, right? Stimulators, it's stimulating, <laughs> yes. Also known as the nips. Yep, the nips, ah. yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a bunch that. of good stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was Shane McGowan's first band. Uh huh. Beautiful man. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> he is a beautiful man. Real beautiful. <laughs> I'd like to look like him. <laughs> that handsome yeah. devil. Yeah. Just want to love him and kill him because he's so good looking. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything else before we should wrap this up? No. Yeah. Just well, come check everything. us out at Wisdom and Chains. Oh, yeah, Wisdom and Chains? Yes. Uh, October 30th, Beehive, all ages. Yeah, uh, what's it, $50? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, other than that, yeah. Check uh, out our social media for yeah. other stuff because yeah. there's going to be other shows popping yeah, up. Yeah, we've this got summer. Facebook, right. Instagram, even a TikTok. Oh, look at that. <laughs> We're, We're hip that. with the kids. <laughs> the now. All the cool kids got a TikTok. Uh, yeah, it's TikTok, and then the next step is getting an OnlyFans page. Oh, there you go. Wait, we'll get on that tonight. What? <laughs> who says we didn't? <laughs> Dark <laughs> Dark wave only fans. You look so bummed out since that you've been told it's happening. <laughs> you just get all the followers on we the off chance. We wanted to tell them in a public place. So. There you go. You just keep getting messages. Where are the nudes? Where are the nudes? Just like That's a, people ask you. kind of got the wrong idea here. Right? We're just a band. <laughs> we're a band on OnlyFans. Uh, it's like, I'm sorry, we're not the fucking plasmatics. So. <laughs> I think that's it, though. Yeah. Cool. I think that's everything. It was fun talking. Well, thank you guys for joining. Yeah. And yeah. We, uh, we appreciate it. And we're going to play more music and continue to play more of your music because uh, we definitely enjoy playing your music. Thank yeah. you. Awesome. We have uh, the entirety of your release history, which has been about... 12 months? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> like 12 minutes long altogether. Yes. <laughs> One minute per month. <laughs> All, right. All right, well, let's play some more music then. Call me a
The track was Warriors, and we want to thank the band again for joining us on the show. It's a fun interview. Oh, yes. Those guys are always, they're always a riot. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Press Gang Union Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have them uh, do a, we'll just have them do a mesh-up, like what they were talking about, where it's just uh, everyone plays, I was kind of instigating, everyone is uh, billed as the band. But every band plays a cover set of that band. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, instead of uh, those guys doing that, just uh, take out Press Gang Union and Violent Unrest and combine the two. <laughs> All Paige has to do is uh, swap places with Matt. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's awesome. And again, before I forget, tickets are pre-sale tickets for Wisdom and Chains. want to make sure that that is clear. That way you get them, and if they sell out, you knew that you had to buy them ahead of time. Oh, yeah. And you don't get hosed. Remember, I think we said in the interview, I don't know, it, you know, that's not official, but somewhere around the 350 bodies range are, mm-hmm. are what gets in at uh, Beehive. Oh, so, yeah. And the, it's going to sell out. It's going to sell out. It's going to. So yeah. their first time in Wisdom and Chains, or Wisdom and Chains is in Salt Lake City, the first time it got canceled because of the virus, so now people are <laughs> now people are just like, okay, enough with the fucking delay. Let's go and see the bands. Absolutely. So get your tickets if you live nearby, or even if you don't, get here. Get here if you want to see Wisdom and Chains play this year, first time in Salt Lake. I think we're gonna have a great Salt Lake crowd, and it sounds like we will have people coming in from California. I'm sure we will have some coming in from at least 
Idaho, if not uh, all over Utah as well. Oh, yeah. So get your tickets. Get out to that Wisdom and Change show. We're going to have some great bands, including Violent Unrest there. And we want to thank them again for joining us on the show. Eric, let's keep that heavy train rolling as we wrap up the show. We're yeah. going to wrap it up with you playing some metal and me playing like a mashup of all kinds of shit, and we'll get to mine out when, when it's time. Let's do yours first. Yeah, we're going to be doing one of the heaviest of metal bands in the death category. I played them uh, a couple a couple months back. I think it was around that time. And because they were, they were announcing a new album was underway. And here's a few singles to hold you over. Well, that band was Cannibal Corpse, and their album has been released, and it's called Violence Unimagined, and god damn it, they have not aged a day. They seem to have been they seem to have been pretty flawless in their twenty plus year Actually, I think it's 30 years now. It's 30, yes. They started yeah. in 88, so just over yeah. 30 now. Yeah, so 30 years and some odd months of of just straight death metal. And yeah, I mentioned this last time when I played one of their uh, singles that they this is their first release without guitarist Pat O'Brien, who found himself in a Florida Man article after uh losing his losing his shit and uh uh burning down his house with a flamethrower pretty much. <laughs> That's <laughs> or, unfortunate. I don't, I don't think he I don't think he did that. I think that was just an accident cuz shots started firing uh, from his house because the guy collects guns. He collects a lot of guns. He's like your uh, typical. Uh, he's like your typical Florida redneck. <laughs> and and yeah, the the cops came. He resisted arrest. They had to tase him down. And uh, yeah, and that that's about where he uh, stands. No one. Uh, yeah, no one knows where his uh, trial has gone since then, or if he's holding trial, or whether or not he pleads guilty. It's just a. Uh, it's just uh, kind of up in the air at this point. Okay. But the bottom line was Cannibal Corpse had to find another guitarist to keep their train flowing. And they did in, insert his name here, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember his name. I've read it twice and I tried to remember it twice and then it went away the next day. But he's a phenomenal guitarist. They are bringing in quite a few old school their old school stuff where it's just a snare worship that and uh they also bring in a little bit of the slower sludgier kind of stuff but it is keeping heavy one of the standouts to me was forever not forever slowly song <laughs> song yeah that's right yeah the kind of weird cuz uh the song titles in cannibal corpse always stand out to me but not this time around for some reason but I guess that's a good thing that the title doesn't stick out as much as the music. And this music is brutal. It's death metal. What more can you, what more can you ask for? Just that it's brutal, it's heavy, and it makes you want to go out and kill somebody. Not really. We do not endorse that. <laughs> <laughs> it makes you want to, but you don't. I hope. Right. Let's hope. <laughs> so, yeah. Slowly Sawn from Cannibal Corpse, the latest of their roster. Let's bang our heads, buddy. <laughs> Let's bang our heads, buddy. 
the name of the guitarist it was on the tip of my tongue like i was thinking it's eric something and i was thinking like it starts with an r i was like eric rasmussen or something like that <laughs> so i had the first letter of his last name and the last letter correctly in the correct spots but it was that middle part i could not i could not fathom <laughs> <laughs> so yes, fantastic guitar work that he's done on this album uh, Going off of uh, Rob Barrett Who is uh, one of their old school guitarists And what's funny is he left and then he came back <laughs> Yeah, so he was co- so the constant sharing of the stage with uh, Pat O'Brien And it sucks that they lost uh, Pat Well, if it's, uh, it's yet to be determined if it's a permanent or just a uh, What's the opposite of permanent? Temporary. Temporary. Thank you. <laughs> really skip it out today. Yeah, because 
O'Brien, he was a he is a wonderful guitarist. In fact, Alex Webster, their bassist, he often said how he uh, would get so flabbergasted at him when he's trying to learn the guitar parts because he was thinking, this is pretty crazy for a lead. Uh, lead? No, this is the actual riff. This is the riff? You're, you're playing on like six different strings and you're using four fingers and how do you move up the fretboard and be so accurate? I don't know. That's just the way it goes. <laughs> so, so yeah, I do hope, uh, I hope everything with uh, O'Brien goes okay. But for now, with uh, what they got with uh, Eric Rutan, holy hell. It's uh, not bad for his first outing with the corpse. <clears throat> right. Yeah, first outing from the grave. We'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're going to wrap up the show. One more track. The band that I'm going to play is... Described as a mashup of country, rock, metal, and industrial influences. The band is White Collar Sideshow. It is a husband and wife duo from Arkansas. They are on uh, Curtain Call Records. Played them before. Uh, played out or played the track Bring Out Your Dead. And that was on uh, episode 182 back in October of yeah. this past year. So it wasn't too long ago. Uh, Curtain Call shared another track with us. The release actually came out, you know, not a little while ago, but not too long ago. It was October 4th of 2019, so a little over two years. No, a little over a year, sorry. There yes. we go. About a year and a half. And it's cool. I liked it. And so I figured, hey, let's play it again. They started his band way back in 2006. And remember, this is a duo, husband and wife duo from Arkansas. We don't play too many bands from Arkansas. So let's play another one, or at least one we've already played. Here is the band White Collar Sideshow off of I Didn't Come Here to Die. The uh, or the track is called My Warped Places. He dreams big dreams obsession. Commandeering thoughts inside the head He opens his mind, feels affliction The body worn, torn, blood is shed Soul opened up to depression Rose-colored glasses of the dead He opens his eyes, sees addiction The loss of the life he has led Sorrow, seductions, desperate, dysfunctions What's left? Good for nothing What's left? Good for nothing Desperate, dysfunctions Sorrow, seductions, violence, destruction Bring the hate, he's 
attracting Infecting all around the wasteland In this frame of mind you're being disgusting A mirror to the soul of witness stand think of that white collar sideshow track i say it's a half and half mixture with uh hank the third and ministry okay yeah like uh you take out half of the insanity of a uh, ministry and replace it with the uh you know the dirtbag country boy elite who just happens to love a lot of punk rock <laughs> <laughs> you know mix that together and you got the sandwich that is a white collar sideshow and it is pretty, it is pretty interesting. Like, it's a <clears throat> a near seamless jump into uh, the more industrial side as opposed to the more country side. Right. But they're kind of taking advantage of that. The more serene side, the little uh, country with the background, uh, uh, whatever you call it, a banjo. Right. Wasn't it? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, that's the sing-along part. And then, uh, yeah, and then the more industrial side is when it just comes into that chorus part. <laughs> It's a, yeah, that is an interesting mixture. I'll have to sit on it for a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Check them out. It came off a full length uh, a little while back. Check them out on Curtain Call Records. That's White Collar Sideshow. Again, cool band. Thank you for joining us for episode 208. Thank you for sticking around all the way up to this point. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube Music, Amazon Music, Player FM, and slcpunkcast.com. You can find the bands on Instagram at Bronxovision. At the Rum Jacks, at Liberty and Justice Official, at Destroyed in Seconds, at Diocane DK, at Violent Unrest, at Cannibal Corpse Official, 
at White Collar Sideshow, at SLC Punkcast. Eric, where can we find you? I'm over on Instagram at scaryuncle underscore Eric underscore SLC. My band is also on Instagram at anonymous underscore band official. I am also on the Wrecked Podcast, a part of uh, Circle Pit Radio. And you can find that on Spotify as well. And uh, what was what was I going at? Oh, yeah. On Facebook, my band is at Anonymous Band SLC. And our band camp is anonymousslc.bandcamp.com. And, uh, yeah, that that's about it. <laughs> Excellent. Well, you can find all the bands on Facebook, at The Bronx, at The Rumjacks, at Priscilla's Kids. That's for Liberty and Justice. At Destroyed in Seconds, at Diocane DK666. Gorilla Biscuits has a page at Violent Unrest, at Cannibal Corpse, at White Collar Sideshow, at SLC Punkcast. Thank you, Omero, for sharing us. Dio Kane, thank you, Curtain Call Records, for sharing music. I have another one of their tracks, more kind of like modern, but glam rock, hair metal sound to it that I won't be playing next episode, I don't think, but in two episodes. So thank you to Curtain Call Records, and especially thank you to Paige, Matt, and Jeremy for joining us for the Violent Unrest interview. Yep, the first interview we did uh, since last year in person. Right? Because <laughs> all other interviews were through Zoom. <laughs> Absolutely. And most of them will can probably continue to be that way because so many of the bands are all over the world and it's yeah. just not that convenient to show up at my house and come <laughs> down into my basement for an interview. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but when they're local, it's like we like to have them face-to-face. <laughs> Absolutely. It's much better that way. Thank you to them for joining. And remember, those Wisdom and Chains tickets, you got to get them beforehand. So get them any, uh, get them ahead of time. Eric, any final thoughts for a wrap-up show? Uh, I thought I did, but now I don't. So we will. I'll just leave it at this. This is one of our longest episodes. We will say that. So why, uh, why fill it up with anything else at this point? <laughs> On that note, <laughs> play the fucking outro. Outro.